On today's Good Word, we're talking about what changes in humanity over centuries and the basics of caring for each other. One common theme in the Lord's ministry was calling out hypocrisy. Like many things he taught, this was foreshadowed in the scriptures that came before his work on the earth. The time of Jesus Christ was not the first age infected with displays of religion without true faith, and it will not be the last. The scriptures often tell similar stories across the centuries, not just for the effect of repetition, but because human nature doesn't change much, even though the times may. Job, in the Old Testament, whether he actually existed or is a parable, demonstrates that the questions and the needs of today have been on the minds of the faithful for millennia. After he lost his fortune, his family, and his health, Job's friends and neighbors approach him with various solutions, but their assessment is that the blame for his circumstances must be some imagined sin he's committed. But that falls short of what Job actually needs. In chapter 16, Job reprimands his companions, pointing them toward the appropriate response to someone who's suffering. Then Job answered and said, I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are ye all. Shall vain words have an end? Or what emboldeneth thee that thou answerest? I could also speak as ye do. If your soul were in my soul's stead, I could heap up words against you and shake mine head at you. But I would strengthen you with my mouth, and the moving of my lips should assuage your grief. On the surface, Job's plea for comfort and understanding had nothing to do with faith or religion or personal devotion to God. His so-called friends were eager to prove their knowledge by quoting scripture and religious thought in the face of Job's suffering. From their scholarly perspective, there must be some reason why he faced this tragedy, some sin of his that caused it all. But questions about his personal righteousness were not what Job needed from his supposed friends. To the friends, religion had become a series of theoretical discussions about what the scripture said about the nature of God and the types of sin that would offend him. But that was not the religion that the Lord had instituted to benefit his children. Even, and especially in his pain, Job saw straight through to the truth of things. Religion is reaching out to one another's souls, according to Job. It's strengthening others with word and action, trying to reduce guilt and pain instead of add to it. Our devotion to faith has a lot to do with our relationship to God, but it's defined just as much by our relationship with other people. You don't have to be religious to comfort others or strengthen them in times of trouble. In fact, according to one reading of Job, we might be blinded by hypocrisy if we get self-righteous in our worship. Those who support and succor people exist both within and without the church, but they're all doing God's will whether they know it or not. We don't gather in churches, synagogues, temples, and mosques to discuss scripture and then go home for the week. While learning doctrine is important, true religion is when we demonstrate that we've learned from that experience and show our commitment to act by caring for those that God puts in our path. Job's friend's impulse to solve the problem wasn't automatically bad, but it didn't help him. He didn't need a lecture on doctrine and sin he needed to be asked how he was and to be comforted. Those fundamentals of care haven't changed in the millennia since. And that's the good word.